Welcome to the Legendary Leaders Podcast, Making Legendary Leaders, with your host, Katrina Jameson, where we focus on business, leadership, and life. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Legendary Leaders. This is episode number five in a mini-series of seven, focusing on how to successfully take over a new team. It's all about building trust, and we've been talking about that every single day so far. How do we build trust? Because the faster we build trust and build relationships, the faster we are going to start getting traction in the business. And if we don't build that trust, it's going to take us a lot longer to move our business forward. And nobody really wants to to wait, right? Um, There's a natural waiting period as we're building trust and growing a team um, and growing relationships within that team, rather. But we don't want to have to pause and wait six months before we start to see any improvement. So this allows both to happen. Okay. The way that I'm walking you through just some of these key basics, this is not all inclusive, but some of these key fundamentals will help you build trust and start to get traction out of the gate, which is a win-win, right? And that's what we want to achieve. So what are we talking about today? Well, in this fifth episode, we're talking about creating training plans for each of your team members. Training plans and touch bases. And I've talked about touch bases quite a bit in previous episodes. But, you know, having a training plan and covering that information and and having regular touch bases with your team is critically important. We've already talked about laying a good foundation relative to the relationships that you're building because they got to know you. You got to know them. You've asked them some key questions. You've put action plans around the answers that they provided to you. And now you're going to take even more information and you're going to start to create training plans for your folks. Now, can you create a training plan your very first week in the job? No, you can't. Okay. But where can you start? Well, you can start with the answer to the question they provided to you that was, what do they need your help or support on? Okay. They asked for something specific, something that they needed you to help them with that was very specific to them. This is where you start the training plan. And you're going to build this out over the next three to six months, okay? Ultimately, the training plan that you're going to create for your team is going to be a a continuous evolution. It's going to constantly change as your employees constantly change. Because you're going to set a bar, and they're going to reach it, and they're going to grab for it, and they're going to achieve it, and then you're going to raise the bar again. And while you're raising the bar and you're asking them to achieve it, you're going to be teaching them how to do it, okay? So you're raising the bar, and then you're upskilling them. It goes hand in hand, okay? So it's constant change and growth. But let's talk about this initial training plan. Why do you need a training plan? Maybe you're thinking that. Well, you want to be able to move your team forward, right? I just said that, so think about that. You're coming in. You're brand new. But inherently, being new you're going to raise the bar higher than where they're sitting now. Because that's the point, right? That's typically how and why we have change in leadership. Whether you're doing the changes or you are part of the change, step back for a second and think about it. When you've put a new leader into a role to report to you, when you've put a new leader in a role that doesn't report to you but just simply runs a part of your business, Think about the fact that you looked for that individual to take that team to the next level. They had different skill sets. They had different communication styles. They had different pieces of knowledge. 
because the previous leader maybe got the team as far as they could take them. And now you've gotten someone who can take the team even further. And that's, that's the goal. That's essentially how we want to create and grow our leadership team. And so either we, we put a new leader in or that leader continues to change and grow and therefore pushes the team forward. So we're all changing and growing. If, if the leader left, then they, they change and they're growing into something else. doesn't matter why the hole was there that you filled. The bottom line is you're upskilling. Okay, so how do you upskill? Well, you upskill by creating that training plan. So what is the training plan? Well, like I said, number one, it starts with what did they ask for your help on or with? Now, if it was just, you know, I want to take a different lunch period or I need to be able to get off early to go pick up my kids from school, if it was something sort of, I don't know, not, not super complex, they just needed you to, to give the thumbs up or give the permission to let that happen. You can totally do that. That's not anything that you're going to upskill them on. But I would tell you, in your first one-on-one conversation, you need to ask them, hey, I can totally help you with X, Y, Z, whatever it was. Leaving early to go pick up the kids on Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's not a problem. Um, Consider that done, right? Let's go ahead and put that on your calendar. Please block out that time on your calendar so that I know that you're gone. I don't forget because I don't want to bother you while you're gone, right? If, if I'm calling you, you're going to know it's important because I'm going to remember that you're picking up your kids early. Um, so let's go ahead and get that on there. But what else can I help you with? That was an easy one. What else can I help you with in your business? Okay, that's the question I want you to ask them. If they didn't give you something, you know, really specific that you could develop them with, right? That you could work on with them to develop them further. All right, so that's... That's the first thing I want you to do is I want you to be able to pick one thing that they are, they are saying they need help on. Why? Because you don't have time right now to really observe and, and check all the boxes and see what they need help on. You're going to do that. That's going to be part of your process in your first six months in the role. But, you know, the, the first or second week into the position, you can't see all of that right now. Okay? Number one. Number two, you don't want to come right out of the gate super heavy-handed and telling these folks, oh, you got to change this and you got to grow here and you got to, that's not part of building trust, right? If you think about it, if you're married right now, two weeks into dating, your spouse didn't tell you that you needed to do X, Y, and Z differently, right? Because they probably wouldn't be your spouse. Now your spouse can tell you all the time that you need to do this or that or, you know, change this. And you're like, yeah, okay, right? Because the relationship is different. So think about it that way. You cannot come out of the gate immediately trying to fix everything about that person's leadership style or their effectiveness in the role. So to be able to start with something, you're going to start with what they're telling you because they're already asking for the help. So that's a safe zone. They've given it to you, and so all you're going to do is support them through it. Again, building trust, but starting somewhere. Okay? It's important. So take that first thing, sit down, understand what it is, And you've got to develop a a training plan around it. So maybe they need to be more comfortable presenting their numbers in a weekly meeting that you're holding. Maybe they come and tell you, you know, hey, Katrina, I get really nervous when I have to present these numbers. And, And it just, it bothers me that I get nervous because I know the business, but I just, oh, I get so nervous. Can you help me with that? Perfect. Okay, well, let's develop a training plan around it. What... And, and so sit down and have a conversation. Why do you get nervous? What bothers you about it? 
What is it that ultimately you're afraid of that's going to happen in that meeting? Well, you know, I'm, I'm afraid that I'm not going to get the numbers right. And I'm afraid that someone's going to ask me a question that I don't have the answers to. Or I'm afraid that I'm not sharing enough information. And so then I, I share too much, right? So seek to understand. You're going to ask a lot of questions. Why does that bother you? Tell me why you think that is. Because you really want to understand what their problem is. What's holding them back. And whatever their answer is, you're going to put a plan in place to help them overcome it. Maybe it's practicing with you before they get on the call. Maybe it's practicing with a peer before they get on the call. You know, maybe it's giving them a script to say, I want you to present these two numbers. I want you to answer why the numbers are the way they are. And that's it. Don't say anything more. If you need to share more, then people will ask you, right? So I'm using that as an example, but hopefully you can see what I'm walking through. You're putting together ways in which they can improve. And they overcome not only their fear, but then they gain confidence in presenting numbers in a meeting. If that was what they came to you and said they needed your help with. Okay? So take that example and think about how you can use it to then create a training plan with, with you supporting them, with their peers supporting them, with a framework for them to follow, you know, guardrails that they keep in place, keeps them in place on the road. Something to help them be more successful at whatever it is they're nervous about. Okay? So you're going to do this in your first touch base. And that's the key thing that you're going to focus on in your training plan. Now let me talk about two things. I want to hit touch bases and then I want to come back and talk about adding to the training plan. Relative to the touch bases, you're going to do a touch base typically with a new team. It depends on how long that team has been in place. Okay? If it's a new team but that team has been in place for five years, so it's a new to you team, then I would recommend you do every other week touch bases because they've been in their role a long time and you don't want to come across as insulting that you're micromanaging them, okay? If it's a newer team or the bulk of the team has been in their role for less than a year, I would tell you to start off, I would recommend starting off once a week touch bases. Either way, whichever pathway you decide to go down, you need to tell your team why you are doing it the way you are. Hey, I really want to have one-on-one -on -one touch bases with you all. It's my chance to really learn what's happening in your business, understand from your perspective what's going on, and then figure out the best way to support you through it because that's my job. My role is to support you. That's why I exist. So our touch bases are going to help me better understand how to do that. Okay? And if you've got everything going great and there's no issues or concerns or anything like that, then we can spend the time celebrating all the great things that you're accomplishing. But... I want to have these touch bases. They're going to be really important. I'm going to learn what's, what's on your mind, but equally, you're going to learn what's on my mind. So it's going to be a benefit to both of us. So just explain why you're doing touch bases, right? You can use that same example. You can, you know, re rewind this, you know, go back into this episode and listen to me say that again and do something very similar to that, okay? But the point is explain why you're doing touch bases and then tell them, hey, I want to do touch bases once a week. Because it's going to help me get up to speed faster. I know you guys are running really fast. I'm not trying to bog you down. But once a week is really going to help me catch up to you all. So thank you in advance for helping me catch up. Or, hey, you know, I'm going to do touch bases every other week. You guys are running really fast. You've been in these roles for a while. Um, I totally respect what you're bringing to the table. I don't want to interrupt your week every week by having you teach me some different pieces of the business. So we're going to go every other week. Whatever it is, there's no wrong answer. It's got to be your answer. You simply need to be able to honestly explain why.
Okay. So establish those. Typically, I would recommend an hour per person. You can always end them early if there's nothing left to talk about. Ending early is great. Going over is not great at all. That's like disrespectful of their time. So I would recommend an hour. And then if you see you're not using an hour, then cut it back. Okay. Everyone is okay with reducing the time of meetings. So remember that. All right. So we talked about touch bases. Now let's go back to the training plan. How do you add to the training plan? Well, as you have your touch bases, as you observe your direct reports working in their roles, you are naturally going to start seeing some areas of improvement. You just are. And so what you're going to do is you're going to save those areas of improvement for your touch bases. And you're going to ask them, so, you know, I noticed XYZ happened. Tell me more about that. Tell me more. And so, again, it's all about asking questions to understand, did it happen the way that you observed it? Okay, because you could just read it wrong. You could have read the situation wrong. Um, you know, is this common? Is this happening commonly? Um, is it a barrier to you? Is it something that's concerning you? Ask some questions. And then what you're going to start doing is you're going to start to get a pretty good picture of each of your individual team members, and then you're going to start helping them pinpoint areas of improvement. Now, again, this is over the next three to six months. This is not just the first two weeks, but once you have that first training plan in place, once you start to have your touch bases, in your touch base, you're going to start talking about the things that you're observing. Maybe they're not into the details enough. Maybe they're in the details too much. Okay, whatever it is, whatever you're observing about their leadership or their way in which they run their business, that's what you're going to start working on relative to a training plan. And ultimately, the training plan is a little bit of what I've already said previously in this episode. The training plan is you are going to, amongst the entire team, set a standard or a bar. Now, you've already done that to a degree because you've told them what your brand is, the three to five things that you stand for. So you are going to start with that, okay? That's your brand, the three to five things, which you're going to start pushing them on. It's not a surprise. It's not anything crazy or major. You're going to start asking them to perform on those things. That's the bar. You're telling them where it is. You're set expectations around it, okay? You're going to give them a little bit more flavor. You didn't do that in the first discussion, and you shouldn't have. But now, you know, two weeks later, you need to start telling them a little bit more, okay? From there, that's how you start developing the training plan because you've already talked about what your brand is and where you need them to deliver, and you're going to start observing their performance and their behavior and feedback on those three to five things. And that's going to start cementing their initial training plan. Got it? So again, training plan, step one, add what they ask for your help on or with. Step two, a couple of weeks after the introductions and after you've started to build a little bit of a relationship with your team through touch bases and regular team meetings, you're going to go back and start talking about the three to five things that you stand for that are your brand. And you're going to set the bar and you're going to start expecting them to deliver to that. Okay, right out of the gate, the things that you stand for. And as you observe them performing relative to those three to five things, you're going to add to their training plan because you're going to ask questions in the touch base. You're going to ask questions all the way around. And then you're going to help them start to perform to those three to five things. Okay, awesome. That is the episode number five in this mini series. This is how, you know, fundamentally you successfully take over a new team and get them to start moving forward and performing. Training plans and touch bases. All right, tune in tomorrow. We are gonna to be talking about talent assessments and how to assess your talent 
uh, after about 45 days of you being in the role. Okay? Awesome. Have a great day. Think about this framework. Think about how you can apply it. Go and be legendary.